you're back. Yeah, they always come back. Welcome to another spicy episode of the Ladies Pitch Podcast. Sit back, relax, and let the ladies do all the work. Here are your hosts, Haiti Baby and Dory. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Ladies Pitch Podcast. I am your favorite mommy, Haiti Baby, as always. And this week, guess what, guys? I'm flying motherfucking solo. That's right. Your girl, Haiti Baby, will be recording this episode by herself. The first time in three and a half years that I've been potting. <laughs> My homegirl, you guys homegirl, your forgetful fish, Dory, won't be joining me this week. But don't worry, she'll be back next week. Life has been hectic. Life has been crazy for us, but even crazier for Dory. And she will be back next week. So don't fear. Um, How's everyone doing? How's everyone doing out there? All of our listeners, our avid listeners, welcome back. As always, if this is your first time, just remember that you can always subscribe to the podcast. You can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Ladies Pitch and on Twitter, Pitch718. We're on YouTube at Ladies Pitch. You can Google Ladies Pitch. You can find us everywhere. So if you love the podcast, if you love me, if you love Dory, if you love us together, make sure you guys subscribe and tune in every Wednesday where we drop uh, new episodes. Um, For the most part, there's always visuals. Um, This week, there won't be any visuals, but next week, we'll make sure to show our lovely faces to you guys once again. All right, so let's get the shit started. Uh, Let me tell you guys a little bit about my week so far. Uh, First things first, let me apologize for dropping a late episode, but this was kind of like last minute. I didn't want to leave you guys hanging with no episode this week. You know, I was like, hey... It's better to give solo content than just give no episode at all. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do this. I got this. I got this. I know I got this. So yeah, Uh, my week, uh, it's been long. Is it just me or January was just like super, super long? I just felt like there were like 60 days in fucking January. Seriously, like everything... Uh, it was just just so long, too damn long. Now we're in February, which is the shortest month of the year. My birthday month. <laughs> yep, my birthday to 22. I will be 39 years old. I know. I know. You're probably saying, wow, really? You don't look like it. Sheesh. <laughs> So so narcissistic right now, but <laughs> yeah, I'll be 39, guys. I'm an old fucking fart. I really am. Like, I'm so washed. Ugh, I just, I just can't deal. Like, I'm washed where, like, before 20 years ago, going out at 11 p.m. or 12 midnight, the night was just starting for me, right? Now, by that time, I'm in bed, like, I'm in my in my PJs, I'm watching, you know, Kirby Enthusiasm, I'm watching The Sopranos, or I'm watching whatever show I'm binging at the moment, Grey's Anatomy, but yeah, you can't get me out of bed 
at midnight. Yo, I have to think about it like two or three, four, five times to get out of bed just like for a booty call. Like I have to just be like, nah, yeah, I'm tired. Like I can't do it. Because I start mentally thinking to myself, right, ladies? And I know you can agree. You just start thinking like, damn, you know, if homeboy hits you up at midnight, one in the morning, you're like, yeah, then I start calculating, like, by the time I get there, by the time we get down, you know, because sometimes you get there, you don't get straight to it, right? You start talking, start catching up, depending on how long you guys haven't seen each other, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. You get to it, depending how long it lasts. Then whether you guys go a second round, if you shower, you know, if you stay over, if you don't stay over, you're just calculating how much sleep now you're going to get, right? Like, you have to be a very special person. You got to be, like, some bomb-ass dick for me to be like, yo, I'm willing to lose hours of sleep for this man, like, for this sex session. But other than that, I'm I'm just old for it. I'm too old. I'm I'm not going to say I'm too old because I'm not too old, right? Like, 39 is not old. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just too old for certain things. Like, there's just certain things that just don't move me anymore. And those late night booty calls just don't do it for me anymore, unfortunately. Like, I'm more of like a morning or evening type of booty call. Like, if I could have a 8 p.m., 9 p.m. booty call, like, that's dope. But, you know, these men, they be having kids. They got to put the kids to bed or they got to wait for somebody to pick up the kid or they got they don't have their kids. There's always something revolving kids or their jobs or something. And, you know, listen, I get it. Life be lifing. You know what I'm saying? So you got to work around each other's schedules and shit like that. But I just be tired. Like, uh, yeah. But um, we're one week away from Valentine's Day. I don't know how many of you guys really celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, I'm not opposed to it. I'm I'm jaded, but not that jaded where I'm like, ew, you celebrate Valentine's? Oh, Valentine's should be every day if you got a man. But I don't think that way, right? Because it's it's a day of love. And love, it's not just about romantic love, right? Love can be friendships. You know, it's family. It's friends. And, you know, it's just celebrate a day of love even though the true meaning of valentine's day does not equal love but is is a bit darker than that and you can uh you can relate back to prior episodes with uh myself and my old co-host lexi the savage where we spoke and broke down the actual uh meaning of valentine's day i think it was like two valentines ago or so but yeah um it's it's just about love, right? And some people, they tend to really get like down and depressed about not having a partner, not having a significant other. I don't know if men feel that way. I'm not too sure. Like I've never really, as many guys as I've hang out with and many guy friends as I have, never had a conversation with a guy from when he's like, fuck, I don't have a, I don't have a fucking Valentine. Like I don't have a girl. And they're not down about it, right? Like guys don't really like, you know, feel down about their single lives. You know, I guess the men with a lot of options probably are like whatever because they know that they can kind of pick and choose if they even want to do something special that day for someone, for a special lady. But um, it, it really comes from us women. Like we really tend to get like down and sad and depressed about 
not having a Valentine, not having a man. And I I don't know why. Um, I'm single. I've been single for like the past uh, about six years. I've been single now. Um, you know, it is had its uh, its ups and downs. I've had um I've dated nice guys, I've dated great guys, I've dated assholes, you know, I've dated just I've made friends with some of them that didn't work out with. Um, you know, and I don't think that I've ever mentally ever put myself in a space where I'm like really down and depressed about not having someone because I spent so many years um in relationships and long-term relationships that, you know, I just don't like, I'm not down and out and sad about being, you know, almost 40 and being single. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. There are those nights where you're, you're lonely and you want someone and, you know, but in reality, that's not something that um, alters my, you know, my mental health. There we go. I was looking for the words. It doesn't alter my mental health. Right. But for a lot of women, it really does. And I don't know if like social media really plays a part in that. I think that for the most part, a lot of men and women, um, we look towards social media relationships as quote unquote goals. I know a lot of you people have seen, you know, um, people share a picture of like their favorite celebrity couple and they, they caption it with all goals or relationship goals and, and this and that. And then shit, at one point, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith were relationship goals. They were even mentioned by J. Cole on a song. You know what I mean? Like, but look at 2024. Now we see what type of like relationship they really do have or marriage. And, you know, I don't know them on a personal level, whatever works for them works for them. But you know, for what I have seen in the public with the two, um, it just seems like it's very toxic and unhealthy love, right? But I'm no expert and I can't judge because I've been in my own toxic situations, in my own toxic relationships. But those are the situations and the relationships that kind of just make me not want to be in that if that it, like are you guys getting it like do you guys understand what i'm saying you know i guess that when you experience enough of that toxicity and that unhealthy shit it really gets tiring with time and you kind of just like start thinking how much different you want your next relationship to be or you know, if you believe in marriage of how healthy you want your marriage to be one day when you meet that person, right? When you never know when it's going to happen. So why be so down and be so depressed or be so saddened by um, just enjoying your own company, you know, just enjoying yourself, loving yourself. And I think that, um, I feel like I'm in that stage right now in my life. Um, January was a very rough start for me. It started off, it ended just rough. It started even rougher. Um, I felt myself in a dark place. Um, 
going to a very dark place mentally. And, um, you know, I, I never really last in a dark place too long. Right. Because I start thinking to myself, like, yo, Haiti, what are you doing? Like, why are you here? You know, you have to reevaluate your life. You need to reevaluate your way of thinking. You need to start um, focusing more on yourself, thinking about what you want to do for you. What do you want to change about you, right? And sometimes it takes certain situations um, or certain people to kind of like reflect those unhealthy ways back at you so you can realize what is that you have to change in you, right? And I'm not expecting perfection, right? I'm not expecting to be a perfect woman. I'm not expecting to like not be flawed, right? Because I feel like those flaws is what makes us different and what makes us beautiful. But I do want to reach a point in my life where I understand that I am the most important person. You know what I'm saying? Like myself, my self-care, my my self-worth, everything that has to do with me is a priority always, regardless of who's in my life, who's not in my life, who stays, who goes, family, friends, relationships, whatever. I'm never affected mentally, emotionally, spiritually by these departures, right? Or by the way people treat me because I have this this fucking unrealistic expectation that people are always going to treat me the way I treat them. And that's not the case. And that's taken me a very, very, very long time to realize that, right? Because People are just built differently, yo. People are just, you know, a lot of people are fucking raised on survival, myself included. I have was raised on survival and raised with love as well. But for the most part, like my ways is strictly survival mode. <laughs> you know, trust issues and always feel like I got to be on guard. Like it's very difficult for me to just, just chill in friendships and relationships, like I'm always thinking that like somebody's trying to do something or whatever. Like it's, it's a really fucked up unhealthy way of being, but it's real shit. It's some real shit. And it's something that, you know, um, I've had to realize, I've had to really sit with myself and really think like, yo, is this the type of person that you want to be forever? You know, this is the type of like mother you want to be. This is the type of shit you want to instill in your future children. You know, what type of partner will you make? (laughs) You know, bringing these like unhealthy habits and these toxic ways into like your relationships, you know? And it's something that throughout the years I have tried, I've, I've gone to therapy and I'm currently in therapy. I got myself back into therapy after having like, just a really, really dark month. Um, you know, I got myself back into therapy and I actually love my therapist and she's, she's super cool. She gets me, she's an older black woman. So I know she's going to put me in my motherfucking place if need be, (laughs) but it's something that like, you know, she, with the conversations that I've had with her, 
she sees that I am self-aware. She can, she can peep that I am a self-aware person. But at the same time, she sees how I can be self-sabotaging in, in just ways where I think that I might not be deserving of certain things, right? And I might not realize it might be subconsciously that I self-sabotage, but I do it at the end of the day, you know? And I just want to be able to like learn the tools I guess that I need to, to be able to, to just stop that and just tell myself that, listen, you deserve this. You deserve everything that's coming to you. You deserve the things that you do have. Don't feel guilty for it. Don't, don't feel like you're not deserving of great things in this fucking world, because why not? There are so many great things that life has to offer. Why do I feel like I'm not good enough for that position? Why do I feel like I'm not good enough for that person? Why do I feel like I'm not good enough to do this, to be in certain rooms with certain people? And no, I am. I am definitely worthy of all of those things and more. And that's something that I have to continuously tell myself, right? Because the mind can, yo, your mind is so powerful. Like your mind will make you believe shit that you have no fucking business believing at all. Because why would you think that you wasn't put on this earth to be fucking amazing? Why? Why would you think anything less? Right? But unfortunately, you know, our upbringing has a lot to do with it. Um, you know, d- depending on what type of like relationship we had with our parents and will determine the type of like relationship we have with people in life and with ourselves included, right? But it's up to us to kind of break those chains and break free from that, like from those thoughts, from that way of thinking. And that brings me to right now at this very point in my life 2024 like where i just don't want to be at all where i'm tired of being and where i want to evolve as a person as a woman as a friend as a daughter as a granddaughter as just an overall person that feels like she's good enough that feels that she's deserving of everything that this world has to offer her because I know that I am but it's a matter of believing it it's a matter of putting it into motion it's a matter of making things happen and just being open-minded enough to accepting those things and and just loving every moment of it loving the experience and the knowledge that I gain from from all of those things. And, you know, it feels good to say that out loud, even like right now, just saying it out loud to myself and I write it down and I'm just learning to write things down and, and learning to appreciate this new way of, of thinking that I'm trying to with all my might to stick to, because I know that it's who I want to be. Um, 
you know, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm a work in progress. I'm not a hundred percent, you know, happy with myself right now, but I'm happy with the process. I'm happy with, I'm excited and, um, I'm looking forward to what's to come, you know? So, um, I'm manifesting, I'm, I'm praying for, for a better year. I'm not letting January's, um, darkness or January's, um, obstacles to deter me from February's goals and, and March's goals and the rest of the year, the things that I have planned and the things that I want to do and how great I want to be, you know? And yeah, it, it just starts with changing one thought a day, one negative thought, right? One negative thought a day. And I try to, I try my very hardest to, to do it in the morning and start off on a positive note and say something positive to myself in the mirror in the morning and, and go from there, keep the ball rolling, right? Because if I start off negatively waking up in the morning, just upset that I got to get up early in the morning to go to work and do this and do that, it kind of just like snowballs into just a horrible fucking day and just, you know, just turning out to be a shitty ass day for, for me. And, you know, I can get into that really quickly, very, very quickly. I could get into that. So, um, I try to, to start my day on just a positive note and just, you know, um, staying that way for the rest of the day. Right. Um, and I try to kind of, you know, um, like shift that energy to other people. You know, if I go into work and I see someone just like down cause they're tired and I try to like, you know, just turn that upside down for them. Like, listen, you're live. You woke up. And I know that's kind of annoying. I know some people hate that. I know a lot of people hate that, you know, they even say like, um, you know, some people like that are like, they call them toxic, they could like toxic positivity and, you know, this shit is just like toxic and thinking that always you have to do this and do that and, you know, but changing your thoughts really, really, really does, really does help, yo, it really does and I can't like stress enough and, you know, advise you guys to try it. It will never hurt to try anything. Right. Um, this actually brings me to something that I seen on Twitter. Listen, Twitter's always going to be Twitter. I'm never going to call Twitter X. I'm sorry, Elon. Fuck you. You should have never changed the name. Speaking about positivity, I come out here and curse out Elon, right? You should have never changed the name. You should have left it as Twitter, never calling it X. All right. So I want to read to you guys something that I seen on X. And it was just basically talking about um, cutting ties to make space in your life for things and people that will bring you joy. It's much more fulfilling but it's a journey getting there. And they were basically just talking about demoting people, right? Like mentally demoting people from your life. So have you ever just had, you know, uh, a friend or a family member that, you know, you, you always kicked it where you always spoke to you guys were tight. You guys were always together, always hanging out, talking every day, but then 
they start moving in a way that you just don't fuck with anymore. You know what I mean? Like you just don't, you're just not rocking with how they're living life, whether they're just being, you know, grimy, just being, um, a, you see them being a bad person to other people in their lives or just being a bad parent, being a bad, um, wife, being a bad husband. And you've kind of just like, it's how they say you hold mental funerals for people. Cause they're kind of like, you cut them off. They're dead to you. And, like how many of us really do that? And I was actually having this conversation with someone recently because I was um I was explaining to them what, when I was younger, I used to always have this thing where, you know, my friends would do fucked up shit, right? They'll they'll either just be shady, be grimy, and I would I would see them. I'm I'm a very observant person, but I would see them just being grimy and shady with other people in their lives, whether it was their sister, their brother, other friends, whatever. But, you know, behind their backs, but in their face, you know, there was, oh, I love you and this and that, blah, 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 whatever. And, you know, in, in my head, I always be like, damn, damn, that's messed up. Like, you were just telling me this person's business, telling me this, that about this person or whatever. Or, you know, you was doing this, you was sleeping with her man, or you was doing this or, you know, whatever, whatever. But to me, I always felt like, Yo, you know, that's my friend. I know this person 10 plus years. Like, I'm loyal to this person. That's not my business. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and kind of just stay connected with that person until somewhere along the line, like later on in life, they'll end up doing some shady shit to me. Right? So it's like, yo, what did you expect? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what did you expect this person was showing you? They're red flags. And that was, that was, that's built in them, right? Those type of things are built in that person. Those are character traits. Like, that's the way that person is built to do shit like that. So, what would make me any different from any other, other people that they fuck with? I'm no different because if given the opportunity, they would do the same shady shit to me, right? So that was my way of thinking when I was younger. I'd be like, I'm loyal. I'm very loyal to a fault, like super fucking loyal, right? Now that I'm older, my loyalty doesn't change because that's just how I am as a person. But I've learned to just be so much more selective with friends, man. Like with just people in my space, you know, I'm a person that I know a lot of people, right? You, I, I know people and I know a lot of people that... People, like, they misinterpret that when they think that I have a lot of friends. People be like, oh, you got a lot of friends. Oh, you know a lot of girls. Oh, you know a lot of guys. Nah, I know of them. (laughs) I know of them. I don't know them. They know of me. They don't know me. They never sat down and had a heart-to-heart with me. We've never kicked it. We've never been transparent with one another, had a transparent conversation. Like, nah. They know of me however they know of me, and I know of them however I know of them. But I don't call them a friend because of the way I've been burned in the past with friends or with people that I knew that I grew up with, with even family. You know what I mean? So now I've learned to kind of, like I stated earlier, mentally demote people from my life. So I don't have to necessarily 
you know, cut you off completely. But I definitely detach myself from you some way, somehow. You know, I kind of restrict access. I kind of restrict the access that you have to me in a way. So before you felt like you can call me any day, any time, whatever. Now, guess what? Now I'm not really picking up those calls. Now, when you call me, I'll shoot you a text a few days later, like, what's up? Every, you know, you good, whatever, whatever. Depending on what's going on, I'll respond to it or not. And I really don't feel guilty about that. You know why? Because my mental health is important. My mental peace is important to me at this stage in my life. So I'm not really subscribing to the same old bullshit. And I don't feel guilty about that because I feel like I shouldn't have to. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, everyone is responsible for their own actions, right? You are responsible for your own life. You're responsible for the own work that you have to put in. I know a lot of people that keep going through the same bullshit in their lives over and over and over and over. It's the same fucking book, different chapters, the same shit. It's tiring. At some point, when are we going to talk about solutions? Like, when are we going to talk about what we're going to do to fix the situation, right? And if the situation that you're currently in is because of some shit that you did, Guess what? Peace. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of that bullshit. I very much feel like karma is real. I very much don't feel like I need to just stick around to shit like that. I'm definitely not the type of person. I'm not the type of friend that's going to ever sugarcoat your bullshit. You come to me with some shit that I feel like you were fucked up in the situation. Guess what? I'm going to tell you, you were the fucked up one in the situation. I'm not going to cheerlead your bullshit and be like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. That's not your fault, girl, blah, 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 whatever. Hell no. Have I been guilty of being that person in the past? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I didn't want my friends to be mad at me or just take my honesty some type of way. So I kind of just always told you what you wanted to hear instead of really telling you what you needed to hear. No. That's not who that's not the Haiti now. Absolutely not. So, and I understand that a lot of times people just want a listening ear, right? They just want to vent with no judgment. Um, and and not, and not saying that I'm judgmental, I'm not a judgmental person, but I understand that at times you just want to, you know, that listening ear and you want to vent with um not looking for advice, just want to let it out or whatever. Cool. That's cool. But guess what? Like I stated, if it's something that's been going on and you've been going through same shit over and over and over and over again, at some point you've got to take some accountability. You have to take some accountability and say, listen, this is my fault. This is where I fucked up. This is what I need to stop. I need to stop blaming others. I need to stop pointing fingers, point the finger to myself. And guess what? That's the first step. And when you realize that and you're able to admit that shit to yourself, then I could just be like, listen, 
cool, then do the necessary things that you need to do to work on you, right? Because if you really give a fuck about being a better person to yourself and to other people, then you'll do the necessary work that you need to do. Because, listen, in one way or another, we're all fucked up somehow, right? We all got some type of mommy issues, daddy issues, abandonment issues. We have um, attachment issues. Whatever we have, we have to work on that because it just affects our relationships with other people in life some way, somehow. And we hurt people in the process. And then hurt people just hurt people and hurt people. And we just a bunch of hurt motherfuckers, you know, raising children to be hurt and just <laughs> not being the better version of themselves. And I, I, I really do, I don't know, maybe it's just me with my rose-colored glasses where I really feel like just society as a whole would be just, just a better place if we really just really fucking took some accountability and really just understood that like we don't need to be shitty fucking human beings to one another we just don't we feel like we need to be for whatever reason or society or social media or these fucking podcasts make us feel like we need to be shitty human beings to one another to get ahead in life or to just have everything that we want and that's just not the fucking case that's not the case. And I've met some, I've met some real shitty people that have done some real shitty things. Right. And at some point I've done shitty things, right. Cause I'm no fucking saint. <laughs> you guys listen to the podcast long enough. You'll know that I definitely have done some fucked up shit. i definitely have. And you know, that was at a point where I was really fucking hurt, really hurt, really jaded and just really broken and the way of thinking that I was going to feel better was just hurting people. And at the end of the day, I was really just hurting myself. So yeah, um, I think it's healthy. Um, this is also something that uh, my therapist was recently telling me about not feeling guilty when I have to keep people at arm's length or when I have to let go of people and I have to learn to not keep these relationships that really don't benefit me in any type of way right and I always feel like my loyalty makes it hard for me to break away from things that I'm very very truly invested in whether it's relationships or friendships or even relationship with family members I feel like I have to no matter how much they hurt me, disrespect me, you know, I feel like I have to to be there for them and allow them to have access to me whenever they want because they are X, Y, Z in my life. And that's really, that's really not the case. And that really doesn't benefit me um, in any way at all. And, and for you guys, for you guys listening, you're struggling with the same things that I'm struggling with. Um, you know, it, it doesn't benefit you in any way to hold on to people like that. It just, um, deteriorates your, your mental health more and more and it fucks with your, your peace. It fucks with your sanity, you know? So it's important to really, um, reevaluate those people in those relationships and, you know, come to a determination of, 
what type of access you want them to have to you. And if you know that, you know, you don't need to have them around and don't feel guilty about cutting those ties with those people or mentally demoting those people from your life. Yeah, so um, that's what I have for you guys. I felt like I was really rambling and I apologize. I felt like I really had a lot to let go. Um, I hope that I, I didn't have you guys fall asleep on me. <laughs> I know this is like a very like vulnerable and transparent episode, but I, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking, reading, writing, and just, um, you know, really trying to put things into perspective and really reevaluating things in my life. And I wanted to share it with you guys and be a, an open book with you guys and let you guys know exactly what's kind of been going on. And I know in the last episode I had stated that, you know, um, Dory and myself were kind of just saying how we kind of just wanted to like let go a lot of these ways that we've been um, accustomed to. And, you know, hopefully this episode gave you a little bit of insight into my mind and my thoughts and um, what exactly, um, you know, I've kind of been thinking lately. So um, let me know what you guys think about this solo episode. DM me. Um, you guys can always email us as well, ladiespage718 at gmail.com. Feel free to also hit up Dory. If you guys have any questions for myself or Dory, you can always hit us in the DM. Um, follow us on Instagram at ladiespitch or on Twitter, pitch718. Uh, subscribe our YouTube channel at ladiespitch. Let us know what you guys think. Um, you know, let us know of any topic ideas, um, any anonymous questions, anything that you would want us to discuss on, on the podcast, let us know. And let me know what you thought about this little solo episode. Yeah. Um, so I will leave you with, with this and, um, I will check you guys on the next one. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Ladies Pitch Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on all streaming platforms. Find us on Instagram at Ladies Pitch and follow us on Twitter at Pitch718. See y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.